Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Yes, uh, doing it there with Basheshe Basheka right here on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, bring us to exactly 11 minutes after 6. This is uh, Thursday Live with me, Godfumabi, and I would like to take this moment to thank you for welcoming me in your car, in your house, wherever you might be listening to uh, your favorite radio station from, and of course, we'll be together until 8 o'clock this evening. I hope that you had a great time, great day, and of course we are 6, 9 days into uh, September, but it doesn't feel like it's September yet, meaning that uh, the temperatures have have been uh, very low. It's been very cold, uh, sometimes in the evenings and in the mornings. So we haven't really, uh, you know, experienced the, you know, full, you know, high temperatures of uh, September and spring like we normally do during this time of the year. So, yeah, like if you can see me now, I'm still wearing uh, my jacket, my winter jacket, because in the mornings uh, the temperatures are very, very cold. And of course, even now in the offices, it's still a little bit too cold. So, yes, I would, I would say that I haven't put my winter clothes away as yet. And of course, it's 12 after uh, 6. We are honored to be speaking to uh, Bishop uh, He is with us all the way from uh, our Western area. My Bishop, good evening and welcome uh, once again to Radio Puppet. Good evening, uh, Maruti, and good Thursday evening to the beloved Radio Pulpit listeners. We are starting our sto- our stories, our, our talk with COVID-19 as always because uh, people need to know where we stand, uh, whether we are winning or not. And right now, let's just uh, quickly look at uh, how is South Africa doing, Maruta? Are we out of the third wave yet? And uh, how are we doing on vaccine rollout? Uh, Maruti, um, thank you very much for the opportunity once again. Um, <clears throat> I one can safely say, you know, in terms of the third wave, um, you know, it is confirmed that Houdin is already um, out of the out of the third wave, and it is announced yesterday that it is out of the of the third wave. And if one looks at the confirmed cases to date in Houdin. Um, it is <clears throat> just a little short of one million cases with 18,931 deaths and 886 recoveries with um, close to about 5,000 active cases, active as in current cases. Now, if you look at the number of active cases, Houding is only ahead of uh, Two, two provinces, Limpopo and Pumalanga. Um, however, if you look at Western Cape, Eastern Cape, KwaZulu-Natal, KwaZulu-Natal has got about 69,000 active cases. So KwaZulu-Natal is right in the middle of the <clears throat> of the of the um, of the third wave. The Western Cape at 14,000. So the numbers are still uh, quite high. If you look at uh, the Eastern Cape. It's 11,000, and if you look at the free state, the free state, uh, the free state 
in terms of active cases, um, it's 1,582, but one has to look at that in terms of the population size. So 1,582 for the population size of free state, you know, it's still quite a bit of a bit of a high number. Um, and, um, you know, so that in actual fact confirms that, you know, Houting um, is out of the eye of the storm so far. And uh, the Western Cape and KwaZulu-Natal are the big watches, more so the KwaZulu-Natal, because if you look at KZN, KZN has got the highest active cases at, um, you know, about 70,000, 69,055. What is encouraging is that the recovery rate is where it was um, before we got into the third wave. Remember that the recovery rate was 94, um, so we're now at 92.2, which is a big um, and a significant improvement, um, but the daily deaths continue to become a concern at 253. So one can say in short, yes, Maruti, we, we are winning, um, you know, but there are those pockets that are still worrying and that are still um, concerning that need prayer and that need uh, more focus on. Uh, what about the vaccine rollout, Murutuaka? Uh, how are we doing um, as far as that is concerned? And again, is vaccine hesitancy a big problem? And what could be the main causes and how do we overcome that? Um, Maruti, so far South Africa has um, administered over 14 million um, doses. Um, That puts us, you know, in the region of about um, six, six and a half um, million people that have already that have already vaccinated, and that is that is actually a good a good a good performance. But um, with the anticipated fourth wave that is likely um, to hit these shores. In, um, in 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 around November, um, you know, we we we're just slightly behind the curve, and uh, we still need to encourage a lot of people <clears throat> to 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 vaccinate. Um, so the vaccine rollout is going quite well, but we see at various places that you know vaccine sites are empty, people are not going, and um, as you've said, it's it's it, the, the problem of vaccine. Um, hesitancy is a big problem. Um, why is it a problem? It's a problem because it, it delays the acceptance or the refusal despite the availability of vaccines. Now, in terms of the time that we can buy between now and November when the fourth wave comes, um, you know, vaccine hesitancy will actually is what will hurt us the most. And at the core, Ruti, of what gives rise to this vaccine hesitancy is the misinformation and the rumor mongering where as a result of the misinformation and the rumor mongering, some people are hesitant, some people are petrified, they are afraid, they fear because of the misinformation and the false stories that hit our shores. Unfortunately, those stories did not emanate from here. They emanated from outside South Africa. And, um, you know, when one does an analysis, you can realize that there's an information war um, where misinformation 
information is being fed and it results in the risk of misinformation and hesitancy. And unfortunately, we did not um, anticipate that risk early on and, and, and begin to push real and correct information. And with the time that we have between now and November, and October, November, we need to actually encourage people and give people the truth, give them information, the truth about vac- vaccines, about medical science, that medical science is a gift from God to humanity. And therefore, vaccines are like any other medication or medicine, like a panado, like any other. And therefore, they intervene in helping us to slow down or to um, protect us against the adverse effects of diseases. And uh, we need to encourage you know, our people in our churches, in our communities, wherever we are, we need to dispel the misinformation and the rumors and begin to tell people the truth and inform our people so that people can go out and take up the vaccines then we will stand a better chance in the fourth wave. We're still with uh, Bishop uh, Silo Hellebi right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. And of course, he was giving us uh, the latest as far as COVID-19, uh, you know, of our war against uh, COVID-19 is concerned. And of course, uh, how receptive uh, people are as far as the vaccine vaccination is concerned. Now let's look at the economy, Muruti. The question that I've, uh, I'd like to know or to ask is, uh, how have we been doing? Uh, how is our economy doing? Looking at the second quarter GDP numbers, Muruti, how did our economy perform in the second quarter? And which sectors are leading uh, this time around? Um, the status A released the GDP figures um, yesterday, and on the figures that were that were released yesterday or Tuesday, um, the second quarter of 2021 compared to the first quarter, our GDP or economic growth, our economy grew by 1.2 percent. Now that is a that is a good story because for four consecutive quarters. Um, you know, four consecutive quarters. And remember that before we started seeing this growth, we had seen the longest um, uh, recession um, in, 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 in as many years. Um, and now we are beginning to see a positive move in terms of uh, uh, our economic recovery with the GDP at 1.2. And uh, the leading sectors this time around were transport and communication. Transport and communication um, grew by 6.9% and contributed 0.5% to the overall uh, 1.2. Agriculture was second um, at 6 followed by personal services, then trade and mining. Um, You know, those that did not perform well, and we have spoken about this um, even in the previous shows, that construction, construction is way at the bottom. I mean, it's the one that recorded the lowest or the lowest negative, which is um, minus 1.4%. So construction, manufacturing, 
um, are the two areas that I think um, we need to continue paying particular um, advantage, uh, sort of particular focus to. And once we begin to do that, we will begin to see um, the GDP um, getting back to the the, the, the performance levels um, prior the the, the 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 pandemic and we can do that because with the um, economic reconstruction and recovery plan um, that government has put together with um, the sector specific um, uh, uh, programs or sector-led programs, we're beginning to see that. And therefore, that means much more focus on construction and, and, and manufacturing. We'll begin to see things turning around. We know that mining had already, always been um, you know, the laggard um, that it had not been performing well despite the commodity booms. But over the past four quarters, mining in actual fact has been leading um, the the economic recovery. So the green shoots, when we hear that, you know, the green shoots are showing, positive signs are showing. And let us look at the context. This is also in the context of massive unemployment and massive job losses because every pan- pandemic by its very nature it is destructive to economies um, so it, it is it is not surprising that we see the kind of um, unemployment especially youth unemployment that we see but the economy is moving in the right direction and therefore it needs to be encouraged and we just need to focus on those things you are still listening to Radio Puppet, your daily companion, and on the line we have uh, Bishop Silo Hellebi enlightening us about uh, the current affairs uh, of our nation, uh, sitting with the COVID-19 pandemic with regard to how far we in fighting this uh, uh, pandemic and, of course, uh, looking at the trends out there, whether people are responding positively to vaccination or not. So these are some of the things that we looked at. And, of course, uh, the GDP growth, whether our economy is growing or of course, he highlighted uh, some of the uh, major, major uh, economic uh, sectors that are doing well uh, so far. Uh, Muruti, in a nutshell, can we then say that the economy, uh, uh, economic reconstruction and recovery plan of the government is beginning to deliver? Rudy, uh, your, your, your line is not that clear. I don't know what is happening. It's like you're speaking to us from space. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can, can you hear me now? It's still the same, but just continue, Rudy. now uh, and we're going to wrap up our whole discussion our this evening discussion with the GEC GSE you know uh, companies that people can consider investing their uh, hard earned cash uh, you know on what are the three stocks to watch out for uh, on the GSE Muruti this week Uh, Delprop, uh, a real estate in 
party fund. And you can see that today in my top three, I am featuring um, uh, two that are that are in the in the in the in the property um, uh, segment or property sector, and both of them are what is called REIT, which is Real Estate Investment Trust. Um, the third one being Cora Portage. Let's look at how they are performing. Delpro, Delpro um, uh, opened at 42 cents this morning and closed. Uh, it opened at 44 cents and closed at 44 cents. Now, when we look at where Delpro is at 42 cents, it is down 94.32 percent. Um, on 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 where it was trading five years ago, so it is it is really at a huge discount because remember when um, the, the hard lockdown hit, um, a lot of sectors suffered. So their prop remains, um, you know, the management is still the same, the strategy is still the same. It has not changed, and therefore, you know, if they continue to execute um, on the upswing as they recover, one is able to um, benefit from the upswing, which could be a 94% up recovery. Um, the second one is Rebosis. Rebosis is trading at 28 cents a share. It is down um, 97.47% in five years. And Rebosis was, it is undervalued, but it was affected by the news um, where Salam was not covering um, some of, of, of their assets. And as a result, the shareholders voted with their feet. But there's work that is being done in that space. And therefore, you know, from a 28 cents a share, if Rebosis um, recovers, you know, because the rule we always say buy low and sell high. Coraportage, Coraportage begins to be um, my favorite. Coraportage is a, um, a potash mining company listed on the JSE, London Stock Exchange, and Australia Stock Exchange. And they've got assets in uh, Congo, Braza, and it's trading at 21 cents. It is in five years. It is down 88 percent. Five years. That's when it began to list. In three years, it is down 78 percent. We are expecting big news end of September this year uh, from the potash as the funding MOU begins to be actualized. And if that funding MOU becomes actualized and uh, the development finance then comes through, core potash is going to be astronomical. It's, it's going to shoot through the roof. I mm. anticipate that once the news hit the show, you know, anything above 300% will will happen uh, on the top side with the Corapota share. Fantastic news, Muruti. Salivating news there, Muruti. But anyway, we just have to leave it right there because of time. But uh, looking forward to hear from you, Muruti, in the nearest future. And again, if people need to hear from you, uh, how can they get hold of you, Muruti? Muruti, they can get hold of me on this number, 083-229-5807. 08-329-5807. 5807. Thank you very much, Murutuak. Thank you. God bless you. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, his line wasn't that clear. That was uh, Pastor uh, Silo Helepi there. And his number again is 83 89 That was uh, Pastor Silo Helepi there. You're on 657 AM radio. Oh, shucks. <laughs> My word, I wanted to play this one. I wanted to play this one somehow. I ended up, you know, uh, I would say touching a wrong button. So, but hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.